I am so glad today that you have joined me and that we're here at Life Church connecting with one another. Even though it's virtual, I'm so excited. We're just a couple weeks away from actually being together live and in person, June the 13th and the 14th. Again, we're gonna continue to have all of our online experiences happening and we will also be opening up our uh, in-person opportunities as well. So for more information on that, you can go to the website lifechurchwi.com and get all the information, everything that you're gonna to need to know. And if there's something that you don't know, just email us and we would be more than happy to help you with any question that you have. Or you can call the office anytime you'd like, 262-251-5050 and we'll be happy to help you anytime during the office week. Well, I wanna say a big thank you to Pastor Dylan last weekend as he brought an incredible message as we're in this series on Romans. I enjoyed it, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. I hope you've enjoyed some of the great temps this past week. And, and as we get into, get into the beginning of summer, I just think it's gonna be better and better and better. There's no place I would much rather be than in Wisconsin in the summertime. Can I get a witness, amen. So today, Matthew, excuse me, today, Romans chapter five, uh, we're continuing this series on the seal of approval. And today we're gonna to talk about benefits. Benefits. Benefits are those, those things that they're the extras, the add-ons, that the, 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 the kind of pluses that come when you have a membership or, or you have access or it's a, a job. Every, most jobs have benefits. You, know, you, you can get these little perk reward points at your local coffee shop or at a gas station or a grocery store. I mean, everybody has like their little reward system, if you will. And uh, that's what we're talking about today are these benefits. And so, you know, it was, it was not too long ago, I was out and I was running by a place called DSW. Now, men, you may not know what that is, but ladies, I'm sure you do, DSW. Matter of fact, DSW and Wauwatosa opened this week. Can I get a witness in the house? Amen. And so, um, so DSW is basically is kind of a, a shoe place. You can buy men's shoes, women's shoes, kids' shoes. There's more shoes than you can shake a stick at. And I was running through to pick up a pair of shoes and I'm just kind of going from point A to point B, went by DSW, going through the line. And the lady, as she's checking me out, says this, do you have a rewards uh, membership with us? And I, I was like, no, it's okay. And went on, cause I didn't, I, I, whatever. I just need to pay for this and go on. And then I thought maybe my wife, Tammy does. So I said, well, my wife, Tammy, uh, she may have one. Well, give me her number. So I gave, her, gave the lady her number. And as soon as she got the number and she clicked it in, she just, her whole countenance changed. She goes, wow, your wife is a premier member. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And she said, well, Mr. Cole, not only is your purchase completely paid for today because of the, her status and the amount of shoes that she's purchased, but also your wife, it means that your wife buys a whole lot of shoes from us. Thank you for being a premier member. It was like, ta-da! It was like the heavens opened up and everything. And I'm like, all I heard was a free pair of shoes, amen? But, 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 but you know, the deal is, is it was this perk, it was this benefit. Well, Paul talks about this, that in the life of a Christ follower, there are benefits. Now, here's the thing about benefits. These extras, these add-ons, this access, they're there whether you know them or not. They're there whether you use them or not. Just like with me going to DSW, 
I had access because of my wife and the relationship that with Tammy, us being together, I had relationship with her and therefore I had access to these points, to, this, to, this, to these benefits that I didn't even know I had. And I think sometimes as Christ followers, we don't really stop and think about what are the benefits that we have from this seal of approval that we have when we are in right relationship with God through salvation in Jesus Christ. When you and I accept Jesus Christ into our heart and into our life, and Jesus becomes our personal Lord and Savior, we not only know that heaven is our home, but here and now, not just in the sweet by and by, but in the here and now, in this life today, there are benefits. Paul unpacks those, and I want to take a couple of minutes just to kind of do that. And maybe for some of you, it will be like me at DSW, where all of a sudden it's like, wow, I had no idea I had access to this level of benefit today, not just tomorrow in eternity, but today. Let's check this out. Let's look at this together. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 He says, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse two, through whom we've also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Benefits. Paul first says the first benefit that you and I have as followers of Jesus Christ is peace. Peace. Look, look back in Romans chapter five, verse one. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, peace in both the Greek language and the Hebrew language, Old Testament, New Testament, means wholeness or completeness, the tranquility of the soul that's unaffected by outward pressures. One definition of peace says it's order in chaos. So when you and I are in Christ and Christ is in us, we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we have peace. Everything else in our world could be going chaotic, but you and I in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the chaos can have order. In the middle of everything else that's happening externally, internally there can be tranquility in our soul. Just as we've been walking this out these last several months now with this coronavirus and COVID-19 and all that's gone on with this quote unquote pandemic, you and I as followers of Jesus Christ, a benefit, an added bonus to not only knowing that heaven is our home and we can have peace knowing that when we leave this world and we go to the next that we're in right relationship with God today in the middle of everything that's going on we can have order in our chaos we can have tranquility of our own soul in the middle of everything that's going on he says this peace is with God so that means its source is not natural but supernatural Jesus says it this way in John's gospel, chapter 14, verse 27. He says, peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. See, the world has a version of peace. The world has a a version of peace that says this, if everything is good, then you have peace. If your husband's happy, if your wife's happy, if the kids are happy, if your boss is happy, if you have, it's contingent upon other external things, then you have peace. 
If it's sunny in 75, you have peace. The problem with the peace that the world has, it's always contingent upon externals that you have no control over. You and I have no control over, such as this pandemic. And so what happens is, is when the world uh, experiences chaos, experiences this pandemic, their peace is gone because everything's turned upside down. What's happened with their investments? What's happened with their retirement? What's happening with their job? The kids are now having to be homeschooled and we never planned on doing that. Amen, can I get a witness? And all of a sudden that is gone because it's contingent upon the world. But Jesus says, no, the peace that I've given to you is different than the world. That's what Paul's saying, is that in the middle of any circumstance, of any situation, you and I can have order in that chaos. We can have tranquility of our soul in the midst of a crazy, crazy, crazy world. We are unaffected by outward pressures. And it comes through Jesus. He says, this peace that we have with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, which denotes the fact that Jesus has to be the Lord of your life. There's only one way to get peace, the peace that we're talking about today. You can't get it through another religion. You can't get it by just believing in a higher power. You you can't get it by, there's many roads that lead to God. No, there's only one and his name is Jesus. Again, I didn't write the book. I'm just telling you what it says. But through Jesus Christ, you can have peace, order and chaos. That's benefit number one. Second benefit, position. Position, let me explain this. Look at verse two. Paul says, through whom we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Let me unpack that for a minute. First of all, we have access by faith. So our our key to getting what we need in this world, our key to living an overcoming life, our key to the benefits is faith. It's faith. It's our faith in Jesus Christ. You see, it's, 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 it's in whom you place your trust. So everybody's gonna trust somebody. Who are you going to trust? And Paul says, when you trust Jesus, when you put your faith in Jesus, all of a sudden, these opportunities, all of a sudden, these benefits, all of a sudden, you have access. Not because of anything you've done, but because of him. Secondly, it's this, this, this position is, accessed by faith in Jesus Christ, but it's founded, its foundation is in grace. Grace is unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor of God. How did I get here? Man, I can't explain it. How how am I blessed at this level? It's beyond me. I'm like the turtle on a fence post. I didn't get here by myself, amen. God blessed you to put you where he did. God blessed you and opened doors for you and gave you favor and opportunities and protection and blessing. Again, the benefits of God, they don't come from you or anything that you do, they're from him. They're unearned, they're unmerited favor of God. Now, does that mean you're just lazy? No, but it means that because he's in you and he's working in you and and in him, in God, through Jesus, you live and you move and you have your being. Because of that, all of a sudden, all this favor, all these benefits began to happen in your life. It's founded on grace. And the position is rejoicing in hope. To have, to mean, the word rejoice means to have joy again. And what? And hope. 
and hope that you know how this story ends. You know you've read the last book of the Bible, Revelation, which means you and I as followers of Jesus Christ, we win, that we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Again, not about me. I want you to notice this. The faith, the grace, and the hope has nothing to do with me. The faith, the grace, and the hope has nothing to do that I've done. The faith, the grace, and the hope is not contingent upon my actions, but rather my simple acceptance. God, you're God and I'm not. And Jesus, I believe that you are God's son. Born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, died on the cross for my sins and rose again, just like the Bible says. I'm a sinner in need of a savior and I believe you are my salvation. Nothing that I can do. I am drowning in my own sin. I'm drowning in my own self. I am drowning and you're the only one that can save me. And the Bible says, Paul says, that that hope, that grace, that faith, they're not contingent upon you and me. It's upon him. And you know what the good news about that is? is that I don't have to be good enough or perfect enough or on all the time in order to receive that. It's the benefit of God's blessing that that faith and that grace and that hope is not built on me, it's built on Jesus. Therefore, the pressure's not on me, it's on him. So my position as a son and daughter of God grants me faith. It grants me grace. It grants me hope. See, how do you view yourself Do you view yourself as a sinner that's just been saved by grace? Or do you view yourself as a daughter of the most high God, as a son of the most high God? See, if you view yourself as an outsider, a slave to sin that's just simply been redeemed and and you've been paid for, you always feel like an outsider. But if you see yourself the way Paul says that you're seen, you're a son and a daughter of the most high God. In essence, you've got refrigerator rights. You know, it's that thing that when my kids come to my house, they can walk right into the house and, 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 and they can go and open up any cabinet or the pantry or the refrigerator and get out whatever they want. Now they better clean it up, amen, or I'm gonna say something about it. But, but they have rights and access. But if you showed up at my house and you rang the doorbell and you came into my house, you wouldn't go to my refrigerator. But my kids don't ring the doorbell. My kids don't ask if they can come in. My kids have a key to the house. They have an access to the house. They have refrigerator rights. They just kind of come in. Why? Because it's home because they're daughters of the house. That's what Paul's saying. Benefits. As a son and a daughter of God, you are accessed by faith, founded in grace, and rejoice in the hope that this world and all through eternity You're his. Third benefit, process. Check this out, process. Something that we don't view as a benefit really is. Look at verses three and verses four. He says, not only that, I love that. Not like, it's kind of like, have I done enough for you? If I'm doing too much for you, Paul says, just, just tell me, right? Not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Who does that? Well, we'll explain that. Knowing that the tribulation produces perseverance. What value is that? But the perseverance produces character and character produces hope. Process. So first of all, tribulation. The word tribulation, when you hear that word, it sounds like a really like uh, kind of the end of the world, end of times type of a word. What it really means, what it's referring to are the pressures of life. Pressure. 
the pressure cooker at work, the pressure cooker at school, the pressure cooker in relationships, the pressure of finances, the pressure of, of, of health challenges, the, the pressures of this world and everything that's happening. Pressures. We all deal with pressures. We all deal with the pressures of life. In this life, Jesus says, you will have trouble. In this life, you will have tribulations. In this life, you will have pressure. But life, as a Christ follower, the pressures all have a purpose. Paul will go on to say, with the enemy of your soul tries to use to destroy you, God will turn around and use for your good. This is part of how he does that. That we all deal with pressures, but pressures in the life of a Christ follower, they have purpose. There's a benefit they don't subtract from your life. They add to your life. See, in our world, we, well, I'm under pressure. And so it's taking away from my life. It's, it's eating up my margin. I, I've got a health pressure and it's, it's eroding away at, at, at my health. And I, I've got a pressure with my kids. And I've got a pressure in my marriage. And I've got a pressure at work. And those are all real pressures. I'm not saying that you just kind of go, oh, great. I've got another pressure. I just lost my job. No, that's, that's just crazy. I am saying that in the middle of losing a job, in the middle of dealing with a child, in the middle of dealing with a health challenge, that pressure is not unproductive. It has purpose if you will access the benefit. Go back to my first illustration and analogy at the beginning of the message. I could have never told them, yeah, I'm connected to, I'm in relationship with Tammy Cole, that's my wife, here's her number, maybe she has a reward with you. If I didn't, what would have happened? I would have paid for shoes I didn't have to pay for, and she wouldn't have gotten points that she would have wanted in the future. And, and I would have, I'd have been ignorant, but I also would have been lesser. It would have subtracted from my, from, from, well, from my money and from everything. But because I told them of the relationship and because I gave them the number, all of a sudden I had access and not only do I have more money in my pocket now, not only does Tammy have more points probably than she can spend in a lifetime at DSW as a premier member, but <laughs> what happens in all of that is there's bonus. It, it works not to take away from me, but to add to me. So this pressure doesn't, doesn't subtract, it adds. What does it add? Well, it adds perseverance. The word perseverance is steadfastness despite difficulty. It's the ability to be steadfast, to be constant, to be continual in spite of or despite of difficulty. The chaos that's going around you, you're still living your life in order. The chaos and the pressure that's taking place, you're still serving God. You're not losing your mind. You're not losing your cool. You're not losing your salvation in essence, that phrase doesn't really hold theological water, but you understand what I'm saying. You, you, you don't lose that. God gives you the ability to remain unwavering and unmovable in the middle of pressure. Now, here's what's interesting. You and I and our humanity don't have that ability. Oh, some of us are more cool than others, and some of us are more introverted, and our feelings don't show as, as some, of, uh, some others of us. But the reality is, is we're all freaking out externally or internally or both when pressure hits. It's a natural human response. Psychology 101, fight or flight. You are taken off and you're gone, or you're just going to fight somebody, one or the other. It's a natural human response. Well, what Paul says is, although that natural human response is there, yes, God allows you to access his immutable supernatural power 
of being immovable and steadfast in the middle of chaos. That's not humanly possible. That's not naturally available. But supernaturally, because the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, remember, dwells in you. And because it dwells in you, you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. So, so that perseverance, that ability to remain steadfast because God is in you, his character, his very nature of being immovable and steadfast and constant, you have the ability to do that in the middle of a storm. You have the ability to stay steadfast in the middle of that health challenge. You have the ability to stay steadfast and keep your faith in, in the middle of, of what's happening with your son or with your daughter or with your wife in, in, or your husband in, in the middle of whatever you're facing. You can lean on him. That's what Paul's saying. It develops his perseverance so that ultimately character is developed. Character is displayed. The word character means tested worth. If something has no character, it has no value. But if something has character, it has great value. But how do you know if something has character? It's been tested. Therefore, its value has been verified. So perseverance produces the strength and the quality and the distinction that ultimately results in good character. Wow. And the words of the great theologian M.C. Hammer, you can't touch this. There's no downside to this. So that when the pressures, tribulations come into your life, they produce perseverance, the ability to remain steadfast despite the difficulties around you, which ultimately produces character, which produces worth and value in your life, which ultimately results, he says, in hope. Hope. Hope is the assurance of a promised outcome. That's what the word hope means. If you, if you ask Siri, what does hope mean? This is one of the definitions that comes up. I know that because that's what I did when I was studying here. It, it means assurance of a promised outcome. Think about this. It's to observe without anxiety. It's to endure setbacks without panic. It's like watching the game when you, at the beginning of the game, before it ever begins, you know the final score, you know the outcome. Again, not natural, but because this is coming from the Lord and it's a benefit of relationship with him, it's supernatural. It's a benefit in the life of a Christ follower. So the process of even when the pressures of life come, they produce perseverance, which produces character, which brings about hope. Therefore, pressures of life don't decrease you, but they increase you. And ultimately, there's proof. Proof of the benefit. Look at verse five. Now hope, speaking of hope that he just talked about in verse four, does not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out in the hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. This is the first time that Paul speaks of these two things. The great love of God that he has for you and for me and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that comes with power. The great love of God that he has for you and me in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that comes with power. Again, this is super, not natural. It's displayed, interestingly enough, not in a church service, not in a, in a missionary or in a missions endeavor. Paul says right there, it's displayed in you as his son and his daughter. God chooses to display his great love, not in the stars in the sky, or a beautiful mountain range, or the ocean, or a sunset, or a sunrise. 
but he chooses to display that in you. And he also chooses what powers that is the Holy Spirit and the indwelling and the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Does the Holy Spirit work in a service? Yes, but because there are people who are filled with the Spirit of God that are in that service. God's Spirit does not fill a building. Even right now as you're watching, you, you understand that because you sense the presence of the Holy Spirit. During this sermon, you've sensed the presence of the Holy Spirit, not because of me, but because this is God's word and God's word never returns back void. And so there's this infilling of the presence of the Holy Spirit because God is in you and you are together. And where two or more of you are gathered together in his name, there he is in the midst of him, whether it's physically or virtually, which has really tested our theology in the last couple of weeks, but it's true. This love of God, this indwelling of the Holy Spirit, this proof, which is a benefit, it's very God-like. It's limitless. It's all-powerful. It's eternal. And it's one of the benefits that you have when you come into faith in Jesus Christ and right relationship with him. Dr. Chuck Swindoll said it like this, and I quote, Now we discover that those who have peace with God can experience his love. His spirit fills, transforms, and empowers us. He provides strength in our weakness and wisdom in our foolishness, love in our doubt, and evidence in our despair. The Holy Spirit living in us is our ever-present guarantee of future victory. Proof. So today, I just want to take this moment and just end. Just give me 60 seconds and I'm landing this plane. You can have and experience all these benefits when you're a follower of Jesus Christ. So if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, it's real simple. In just a moment, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to to pray a prayer with me. And praying that prayer doesn't save you, but if you believe the prayer you're about to pray, you will be saved. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, and 10, if I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, I will be saved. Secondly, maybe you're watching today and you're a Christ follower, but man, you are not aware of the benefits or you're not accessing the benefits. God's paid for it. He's already done it because your relationship with him, you can have peace. You can have position in him as a son and daughter of God. You can have access, knowing that even the things that come crazy in our world, that God is on the throne and in control and you don't have to lose your mind. Not because of external, but because of internal. And the proof of God's great love in you and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that's in you Don't take it for granted. Don't live below your pay grade. Don't live in ignorance of the opportunity that you have. That's my prayer for you today, is that whether you accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, or you begin to become aware and you stand on God's word, and the next time that the enemy of your soul tries to come in and steal and kill and destroy from you the peace that God's given to you, you go back to this and go, no, God's given me that peace. God's given me this. The next time the pressures mount against you, you go, you know what? This pressure is gonna work to produce perseverance. And this perseverance is gonna be displayed to produce character. And character is gonna give me hope. And I have hope because I know how this thing plays out. 
Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me? Please don't walk away. Just give me just a moment. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm gonna ask you to pray this prayer with me. And if you believe the prayer you're about to pray, you are going to be right with God. And then what's going to happen is when I get finished paying that prayer, I'm just gonna pray for all of you that you're gonna walk in this, these benefits that Paul says we can have. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, that's you. If, you. if you wanna pray this prayer with me, I wanna ask you just to repeat it with me. Heavenly Father, I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, to be my Lord and be my Savior today. I am a sinner and I believe that you, Jesus, are my salvation. Son of God, born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, died on the cross for my sins, just like the Bible says. I give you my life today, Jesus. And I ask you to come in and live with me forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for every person that prayed that prayer for the very first time or really rededicated their heart to you, Lord. I just pray that you would let the peace of God that passes understanding and all these benefits that we've talked about today just flood and fill their hearts. And I thank you for that, God. I never take that for granted. That's what we're all about. Life Church and the local church, we're about life change, seeing you change our lives. And I pray for everybody else that you would simply just give them peace today. Let them walk in the benefits of their relationship with you. Let them see themselves the way you see them and operate the way you operate. I pray your blessings be upon your people today. Bless this weekend. In Jesus' name, amen.